0: What is up bros and welcome to the all bros podcast i am jonathan and i'm caleb and we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life uh this week on the podcast we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting got a couple star wars slash mandalorian pops as well as a mythical creature uh pop to talk about uh, with Blu-rays, we got a uh, we got two new releases coming out this week. One, uh, one pretty big one, and one I'd say like semi big one. I mean, I don't it know if is... a lot of people went and saw
1: this. Yeah, this one was like at the ass end of like the theater going experience. Yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> uh, um, and then after that. Uh, We'll be skipping over, um, oh my goodness, this week's sneak peeks and uh, what's in the box because there is still absolutely nothing when it comes to those. And then after uh, that, we'll be moving on to our main event of the evening, which will be our All Bros breakdown of Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Hell yeah. So what do you say we get started, Caleb? Say let's do it. Hell yeah.
1: I'm Brucker. I'm Levi. And
0: together, we co-host a movie podcast called Film on the Rocks. On our movie podcast, we like to have fun with movies, and we don't like to break down movies beat by beat, scene by scene. We like to talk about what was fun about them. So we talk about our favorite scenes, uh, sprinkle in some trivia... Uh, We debate whether or not they deserve a sequel. And we also talk about um, some drinking rules that they can have, such as drink every time Vince Vaughn stuffs his face in Wedding Crashers.
1: Or something we call the Yoda clause, which is every time Frank Oz jumps on a screen, finish your drink. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or really anywhere you can find podcasts, if this sounds interesting to you.
0: Yes, and we also love listener interaction, and we also like to take movie requests. So you could reach out to us on Twitter at Film on the Rocks. Instagram, Film the Rocks Podcast, or email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Hope to hear from y'all. Give us a listen. Alright, so, starting out with adventures in hunting, we got some, well actually we got one Mandalorian pop coming our way, and it is, what is his name? <coughs> Shit. Uh, G- Moff Gideon. I still haven't seen The Mandalorian, so I don't know who
1: any of these characters are. Yeah, Moff Gideon's pretty badass. Um, you don't see him pop- until like the final episode, though.
0: Well, oh, shit. So. Spoiler.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Are you ever going to get around yet?
0: it? I actually was. Uh-huh. So, thanks, asshole. Hey, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh... So, are you going to pick him up? Probably not. Yeah, it's just because... <laughs> I mean, Star Wars isn't my thing. Like, I I like Star Wars. I can, like, appreciate Star Wars in that it is. It's just... I'm more of a Marvel fanboy. So, I'm going to go for Marvel stuff over Star Wars. Fair. I am the same way. And it's... But I did try to get that... Uh, sorry, I was like. just going to say, it's, it's more, like... Marvel are char- more characters that I care about, I, or I care about those characters a little bit more than I do the characters in Star Wars.
0: Fair. I, I'm I'm the same way. You don't care about Jabba the Hutt? Hell no. What's wrong <laughs> with you?
1: <laughs>
0: Although I did try to get that uh, Target exclusive uh, R2-D2, because wasn't it supposed to be released yesterday? May the 4th?
1: Uh, yes, if you listened to our episode last week. <laughs> That is what we said. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> um, but I guess I don't know if it like sold out really fast or what, because it was nowhere to be found. But you win, you win some, you lose some. Oh well. I mean, if they even put it out, yeah, right. I only checked a uh, American Fork Target. I didn't check Orem, so maybe Orem had more to disperse out. But I do not know. Uh, anyway, like, kind of like what you said, like, if it was a Marvel pop, I'd be, like, going all over the place trying to find it, but since it's Star Wars, I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't find it at this location, not really gonna go out of my way to try to track it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so next up, uh, was Star Wars, uh, Amazon has announced the second, uh, figure, uh, in the Battle of... Battle at, sorry, Echo Base, uh, and this is to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back. The first was the Wampa. Wasn't that what it was?
1: Yeah. So that was the big creature that attacks so, Luke.
0: Yes. So this next one coming out um, is Han Solo. So, so, I'm sorry, Han Solo with Tauntaun. Yeah, and doesn't he have a lightsaber in this one? He sure does. Yeah, that one's cool. <laughs> it is very cool, and um, he is available for pre-order right now. And damn, he doesn't release till July twentieth.
1: Doesn't release till j- July. Yeah, bloody hell. Well, I mean, the bu- thinking about it, we're in May.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's not that far away. But let's face it: considering the summer movie season is canceled, this summer's just going to drag on.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Until this <laughs> quarantine's lifted, suck. dude. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Utah did just go from level red to orange, so some businesses are able to start opening up under like
1: strict um, guidelines. So at least there's that. Yeah, I mean. I know that our state has. It doesn't mean our state should. True. Okay, true. But hey, on the bright side, I f-
0: want to say, I forget which one, but like hair hair places are opening back up here in Utah, so you can finally get a haircut, Caleb. Oh, thank goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was actually uh, going to, considering going to uh, one of the... Ladies in my mom's church. Oh, there you that go. Cuts hair. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give her. I'll that. give her a Get shot. It.
0: <laughs> hey, it's free care free haircut, unless she charges for in home. No, she did, she she's
1: like a uh, she does like hair stuff. So, it's not free. Oh, Okay. Sadly, damn it.
0: <laughs> Too bad. So sad. <laughs> Uh, and then, f- uh, the last f- pop we got to talk about, and there's not a lot of pops to talk about this week, uh, I guess they're coming out with a, coming out with, I can talk, a, uh, Kraken pop. Hell and yes. And this looks pretty cool. But some people are pointing how, uh, they're complaining of how, um, the Funko pop isn't accurate to the... De- of the Kraken, and they're saying that it's too
1: cute. That was my big complaint about it too. <laughs> <laughs> I it's it's blue.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, it's true. It is blue.
1: Ugh, I I did not care for that. <laughs> but I mean, I like so, the Kraken. So. Just so you can say "release the kraken." Yes, <laughs> dude, that's my. That might be one I keep in the box just so I can say that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Because <laughs> I'm stupid like that.
0: <laughs> if you ever, um, if you ever decide to like uh, do like an unboxing on our YouTube channel, you have to do it on that pop. <laughs> As you're opening it, just be like, all right, releasing the Kraken.
1: (laughs) Dude, that'd be awesome.
0: (laughs) That would be so cool. Uh, All right, so moving on to Blu rays, we got two uh, new titles coming out this week. First up, we got Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. That's the whole title,
1: right? I thought they changed it. (laughs)
0: No, that was only for movie theaters. The movie still has the full name. Ah, that's so dumb. Yes, I got it right. I like it and I got it right. Yes.
1: <laughs> so stupid.
0: Um, so <laughs> so this one will be getting a Blu-ray and 4K release and the uh Blu-ray and 4K are actually different covers and I love it when studios do this. I think this is such a cool idea. So, uh the um I th- <sighs> actually Actually, I don't even know if either of these were the um, theatrical poster. I think the 4K is the closest to it. But uh, the Blu-ray, I think, is its own thing. But uh, both look fantastic. And then besides just the Blu-ray and 4K, uh, it'll be getting a Best Buy exclusive steelbook, which I will definitely be picking up. Looks awesome. It's got Harley Quinn just laying down on a police car. And then... um. The, uh, the inside is uh, Harley Quinn feeding her um, hyena. Sweet. Remember that scene in it? Yes. Yeah, right? I love that. That's some awesome... Ins- yeah. Um, And then the Target exclusive is kind of dumb. Where is it? Oh, where the hell is it? It's here somewhere. Where are you, Target exclusive? Why can't I find you?
1: Hey, no Christmas music.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I was hoping you would catch on to that
1: Yes I did And don't make me come over there and slap you
0: It's never too early for Christmas
1: Yes it is <laughs> It is always too oh. early for Christmas music Until, the, nope. No af- The day after Thanksgiving And After the new year
0: no, sorry, man. I start listening to Christmas music November 1st.
1: You are a plague in this world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love Christmas music, okay? It's my favorite part of the holiday, so you can just suck my ass. And,
1: yeah. <laughs> I really thought there was going to be some follow-up with that, <laughs> but guess not. <laughs>
0: nope, uh uh-uh. Um. So the target exclusive. Um. It cl- it includes exclusive packaging, so it kind of looks like a comic book in a way. The cover. Um. It includes a digital comic, and I I don't know why they have to include this on the sticker. On the sticker, it says this is a live action movie.
1: Are you trying to? You p- don't. Say- <laughs> you're trying to. They're trying to play Deadpool. Okay, it's not working. No, it's not. Don't try to Deadpool your way into being a good movie.
0: Wait, I thought we both liked Birds
1: of Prey. I mean... Actually, what did we give it?
0: <laughs> I thought we gave it a decent review.
1: Uh, Birds of Prey. We gave a B-. Okay, so it's not, like, awful. Yeah.
0: but I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, but still, don't try to become Deadpool. You're not going to do it.
0: (laughs) And then uh, towards the uh, right-hand corner of the cover says Mind Over Mayhem. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of dumb. I will definitely be getting the Best Buy exclusive Steelbook. But, you know, that's me with every movie, basically. If it has a Steelbook, I'm buying it.
1: (laughs) Yep. Because Johnny Rose is a Um, bit of a Blu-ray whore.
0: And you're a bit of a pop whore.
1: Not as much as you.
0: Actually, I haven't bought a Funko Pop in almost two months.
1: I mean, the ones in my box don't count. Because I'm trying to get rid of them. That's
0: true, they don't. That's true, they don't. So
1: I haven't bought a Pops longer than that.
0: I don't mean, I'm i actually thinking about getting out of the Funko Pop game. I don't know. I'm, I'm considering it.
1: What? Then what are we going to do with adventures I'm because, and hunting?
0: Well, I'll still like go out and hunt, it, uh, like go out hunting with you. But I don't know, like I, I definitely want to. I'm thinking about selling some of my collection off and like seeing if you want any of them. And yeah, because I just have way too many damn pops.
1: Maybe you could free up space by taking them out of the box.
0: <laughs> don't say such nonsense.
1: <laughs> You're so dumb.
0: Uh, but it's just a thought I'm not saying I'm going to It's just a thought that's crossed my mind
1: That's a stupid thought
0: <laughs> Bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright so uh, The other release uh, Coming out this week besides Birds of Prey And the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn Gosh I, I could have just title.
1: stopped at Birds of Prey <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cause it's not Birds of Prey. They're not even in it until the end of the movie. Uh, Spoiler alert. Sorry. Uh the new the other new release is The Call of the Wild, starring Harrison Ford, and actually Caleb watched this a couple nights ago.
1: I did, and it was pretty good. Um I was gonna say that's it. it. No, it, it's it's pretty good. It's like, I was telling Rose earlier, I appreciated that they didn't make the main dog, Buck, the only CGI animal. Um, other than horses, um, I think horses were the only, like, real creatures that they had. I I can accept that. Yeah, and it wasn't, like, horses weren't even very prominent in it. They, they were kind of, like, they were in the background... So there wasn't, like, a focus okay. shot of the horses. Okay. Um, but all of the other animals, I think it was just mostly dogs and some wildlife. So some deer, uh, elk. I believe some caribou. Um, they, yeah, they all uh, were CGI. And I really appreciated that because it just built a consistency throughout the movie. Okay, really
0: really I'm sorry, I gotta I just gotta add something before I forget it. Okay, did you watch Jimmy Neutron a lot as a kid? I can't remember if I've asked you that. <laughs> Are you I thinking know about exactly I'm thinking what you're of? talking about. <laughs> the the dad's like the woo caribou <laughs> <laughs> Yep <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love that we're on the same page. This is why we're bros. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Uh that's I I feel like that's one of the more underrated episodes.
0: Seriously though, I remember I even had the book on that episode. And I used to read that book all the time as a kid.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. All right, sorry. Get back to what you were saying about The Call of the Wild. Um that was pretty much it. It was just it built the consistency oh. like this all the CGI creatures um had that consistency through it. It kept a consistency throughout. It wasn't like, oh, this one's real, this one's not. And it was super obvious. Because I feel like when you do look at Buck, it is very obvious that he's not a real dog. And, yeah. uh, I don't know, just
0: watching the trailers again and just, like, the eye movements, I'm like, wow.
1: Yeah, so some of those were a little cartoony. So that kind of... if they didn't have the other animals B C G I like Buck, it would have distracted yeah. from the movie, but it just kinda like it set up the movie set up the rules and it followed those rules. So it okay. wasn't just Buck that was that was looking around like that. All the other animals were too. Okay, that's good. Yeah, so it wasn't just okay, Buck. Okay, yeah, I actually really like that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So, that I really enjoyed that. Um, the story was pretty good. Um, I mean, I'll have to kind of go through it in my mind and fill out our debate page on that for when you actually watch it. When I do eventually watch it. Yeah. I need to remember to do that
0: more often. Yeah, I, do. I, I don't know why it keeps slipping my mind.
1: I really got it. You know, I think after we record, I'm going to
0: go through and do some more of those
1: yeah i i mean i'll i can figure this out once we're done but i'm wondering if i can make it like a shortcut so i have like a shortcut on my phone that i can just click on that and it instantly takes me to the debate page because i feel like that would be a lot easier for me to remember if it was like in my face
0: that's fair i mean uh cuz I I never grade them on my uh, computer. I always grade on my phone yeah. and using like the Sheets app, it's pre- it's pretty uh I mean it's pretty fast getting to the the grades page, so yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh so so we don't got any uh this week's sneak peeks or um what's in the box just because nothing is happening. Um So, what do you say we move on to our main event of the evening? I say let's do it.
1: Time for the main event. It's main event done.
0: Let's play game. All right. So, before we move on to our main event of the evening. Uh, We got a couple of questions slash answers from our bros. Caleb, do you have those pulled up?
1: Hell yes, I do. Sweet. So, for this question of the week, I didn't... I don't know the... I didn't know the story of Little Women before coming into this movie. So, I didn't really have a decent question to ask uh in relation to the movie. So, what I decided to ask instead was just ask what is a f- book that you've read that hasn't been made into a movie that would make a really good movie um okay. and we did get a couple of responses so first Sweet. up is from kyle and nick on film at kn on film on twitter uh they said the long walk by richard bachman And their description of it was, In a near future, young men participate in a contest where they, in a group of 100, set off from point A until there is one left standing. Fall behind and you get killed by a group in a jeep. The winner never has to work again. Interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like a more intense uh, Hunger Games
0: yeah, I, I'm kind of getting uh, more so uh, battle royale vibes from that.
1: A little bit, yeah,
0: yeah. Have
1: you ever seen battle royale? Um, I don't think I have, but I I know about the the story. Oh, okay, it's bloody as hell. Do you
0: ever want to check it out? It's actually pretty good.
1: Yeah, I just might. Um, but yeah, I I commented and said I'm not much of a runner, but. I mean, I like those odds. <laughs> I mean, if it means I never have to work again, count me in. As long as I get to bring my inhaler, I think I stand a chance. <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um our next response is from our friends over at Untrained Eye at Untrained Eye Pod on Twitter. Uh, they said, The Chronicles of Thomas Covenant was a weird series of books I always thought would make an interesting movie. I always imagined Hugh Laurie playing the lead.
0: Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that. Yeah. So
1: I asked him to give us a little description because we've never heard of it. Um, and he sent me a little clip from Wikipedia. And it says, Thomas Covenant... An embittered and cynical writer, afflicted with leprosy and shunned by society, is fated to become the heroic savior of the land, an alternate world. In ten novels published between 1977 and 2013, he struggles against Lord Fowl, the despiser who intends to escape the bondage of the physical universe and rake revenge upon his arch enemy the creator. Uh, I'd say I'm intrigued, right? Yeah. Like it kind of ha- seems like it has everything. Just kind of like that uh, underdog tale alternate worlds like just a a battle between two powerful beings. I'm assuming because the the despiser <laughs> and the creator. I mean, how do those not sound like godlike? Yeah, things? right. I love a I love a good underdog story. So yeah, so I I am very intrigued, and <laughs> so so much so I might actually start reading these. Caleb read a
0: book. What? Hey, screw you. So- <laughs>
1: I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) I read all the time, asshole. I know you do.
0: (laughs) Comic books don't count. Yes, they do. I'm just kidding, they do. (laughs) I'm just kidding, I know they do.
1: (laughs) Forget you.
0: Uh, Hey, I'm just saying what my middle school teacher used to tell me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, your middle school teacher lied. She did. Actually, it was a dude. Mm. Lying bitch. I think. (laughs) 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 Okay, our next response comes at us from 143 at Breaker6696. Okay. (laughs) Uh, He (laughs) says, book about (laughs) mom and son chill out while having some Senka then. I will tell you how it ends soon wish me luck. Wait, what? <laughs>
0: yeah, um I don't know the way how he, the way he says I'll uh tell you how it ends soon wish me luck it sounds like he's writing this book. Yeah, it seems like
1: it huh. Yeah. What's some Senka?
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: It's S A N K A. Should we find out? I'm afraid. S A N K A. S A N K A yeah
0: Is it a type of coffee? Yeah, it's a type of coffee. It's a type of coffee. Senka is a brand of in- yeah, it's a brand of instant decaffeinated coffee sold around the world. And it was one of the earliest
1: decaffeinated varieties. Okay. So it's a book about a mom and son having coffee? Decaffeinated coffee. Decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next, if you really
0: are writing that, that's cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: next, we got a response from Space Wizard Arjuna Fonzales. I hope I'm saying that right. Bata. at badass yeah, name at super Arjuna butt. Uh, that he said underground by Sulette Dreyfus and Julian Assange. I don't know. Never heard of either of those writers. Yeah, neither have I. So, yeah, thank you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, and then our, we have another response from Mixed Media Forest Podcast at Media Forest Cast, who, if I'm not mistaken, is the might be the promo of this episode. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, uh he, he said Eric Lustbader the Ninja The name says it all. This is the greatest novel of badass ninja mayhem I've read in my life. A martial arts master protagonist, an arsenal of ninja weapons, and mystical chi powers. And uh, I'm so sold I'm in. Yes, so am I. <laughs> that sounds You've badass see this movie now yeah right anyway our last response comes from our good friend over at shit happens when you party naked jason almy and this is from his personal twitter uh at jason almy Ooh. and this one is a little vulgar but it is f- funny and i can't not read it in its entirety So I will take the explicit marking that I'm going to have to put on this episode (laughs) because it's freaking hilarious. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) he said the Quran. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Yeah, and then he added on he he said good luck casting Muhammad, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can't... Let this go episode... Do what? No, wait,
0: wait, really quickly. Let this episode go down in history. That is the first time I've ever heard Caleb say the F word.
1: Yeah, but y- I could Let I this episode I, go down in... Yeah, it wouldn't have had the same effect if I didn't.
0: <laughs> oh, I know, but I'm just saying, I've never heard you say the F word, so this
1: this episode's going down in history. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, I say it a lot at work, <laughs> just because people suck. Caleb, dude, I do. People blow. What happened to the
0: goody goody Caleb I used to know? Yeah, no. he's dead. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh. Okay, well now I know that you have said the F word before. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah i I commented back to him. <laughs> cause he, yeah. And just said, "Okay, Muhammad, played by at Jason Alme." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yes. I'd yeah. pay
0: thousands to see that movie. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. That'd be oh, great.
0: Honestly, I would pay like I'd pay so much money to see Jason in
1: any movie. Ooh. Freaking million dollar idea right there. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be a great movie, just Basically, him doing anything. (laughs)
0: Honestly, he should create. I don't know why. I would honestly uh, pay money uh, if he just did like audible things of him reading books and just adding his own
1: commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I would pay a shit ton of money for that. Uh, Uh, anyway, so those are all of our responses, so thank you everyone that answered our question of the week
0: thank you very much, excellent answers hell yeah alright, what do you say we get down to this breakdown of Little
1: Women I think you used down one too many times and I think I used it in the wrong context, I think you did too (laughs) but I get what you're saying, let's do it (laughs)
0: Alright, so, if you are new to our breakdowns, we spoil the whole damn movie,
1: and, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, still, I still have um, to write something down, I I because we're recording this one a few days <laughs> early, I haven't had time to write a little intro to the movies, so I'm just gonna oh, good, <laughs> spatter on like I usually do. Um, I like this idea. So with Spatter our, away, Caleb. With our <laughs> our breakdown system, we have split the movie into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to our final All Bros score. Uh, it is a letter grade score. Um, and then we also talk about the averages and whatnot and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, so we split it into writing. Stor- gosh, damn it. Story, writing, acting, character (laughs) development, effects, music, costumes, and then give it our own personal grade at the very end. So, with that, let's get into the story breakdown. And like Rose said, spoilers ahead. Yes. Alright, so. In 1868,
0: Joe March is a teacher in New York City. She goes to an editor, Mr. Dashwood, who agrees to publish a story she has written. Her sister, Amy, in Paris with their Aunt March, sees their childhood friend, Laurie and invites him to a party. There, she becomes angry at his drunken behavior, and he mocks her for spending time with wealthy businessman, Fred Vaughan. In New York, Joe is hurt when Frederick Baer, a professional infatuated with her, constructively criticizes her writing, and she ends their friendship. After receiving a letter that her younger sister Beth's illness has worsened, Joe returns home. Seven years earlier, Joe and her three sisters live in Concord, Massachusetts. At a party with her older sister Meg, Joe befriends Lori, the grandson of their neighbor, Mr. Lawrence. On Christmas morning, the girl's mother, Marmee, persuades her daughters to give their breakfast to their poor neighbor, Mrs. Hummel, and her starving children. Okay, I got something to add about
1: that. So, Kay. obviously, I did not know anything about the story before seeing this movie, but I watched... I didn't either. I watched this with Brielle, and Brielle has has seen the other versions of this movie, and I believe okay. she's also read the book. Oh. So, something that she... She's quite an
0: expertise, then.
1: Yeah, so something that she noticed, or that she knew about this movie um when marmy came and was telling him about the poor family mm-hmm. it was actually originally the girl's idea to go give them the breakfast
0: oh yeah
1: so it wasn't marmy trying to say like oh will you it was their idea too mm-hmm. which i probably would have liked a little bit more
0: Yeah, I think I would have too, but I don't know the way they portrayed these sisters. It, I think it, I think it worked. Yeah, not saying that like makes them any more. Yeah, I don't think it it doesn't make them any less uh, giving. I feel
1: no, but it's more, it's more just the fact that her like they weren't eager to, and I think that that felt like even for someone that didn't know the story because Braille didn't tell me that until. After that scene. Um, So. Even before knowing that. It felt very odd. For them to just kind of be like. Okay. Like. Like what's that got to do with us. (laughs) Kind of thing. Like that kind of attitude. Yeah I feel Amy was probably the most hesitant. About doing it. Yeah it seemed like she was. Anyway. Just something that. Brielle told me. (laughs) No,
0: no, that's interesting to know,
1: huh? I know. I wanted her to freaking join us on this one, but she doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I was gonna actually just. uh, Dang it!
0: (laughs) Ah, Bril should have made this this episode that much more fun. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, continue. Where the hell was? Uh, one second. Uh, all right. So, returning home, the girls find their table full of food. From Mr. Lawrence and a letter from their father fighting in the American Civil War. Joe visits their aunt, March, who invites her to Europe. Lori notices Amy standing outside having been hit by her teacher for misbehaving in class and invites her in before her family comes to take her home. Okay, so (laughs) I was talking to Caleb about this earlier. Uh, We both agree that, um, oh my gosh, I just forgot her name. Florence Pugh, she did a fantastic job at playing a uh, a younger version of herself, like especially when she's whining to the neighbors about you know uh, her teacher cutting her hand and how she can't go home because she'll get in trouble, like her mom's gonna kill her. She can't. She can never go back to that school. Like she played it so well.
1: Yeah, Florence Pugh is one of the highlights of this movie. She really. Do you know how old she is? I don't. She's twenty four. Twenty four, yeah. So she's our age. Doesn't look it. Yeah, that's that's so weird. (laughs) I know, right, (laughs) dude? It's 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 weird to think that we're gonna like whenever someone's like their early twenties, that it's like our age. (laughs) Because anytime I see someone yeah, that's, a, that portrays someone like that's 24, 25 years old, I'm always thinking, oh, that's an adult. And then I realize, oh, wait, I'm an adult. We're that old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like, shit. Yeah. I freaking love that stuff. But yeah, she did so good. At, oh, she. Did. And I was asking Brielle, like, throughout most of this, especially with scenes like that, I'm like, She is very dramatic. (laughs) And then Brielle is just like, yeah, that's just kind of how girls are. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, I hope I handle it okay, but I don't know how I would handle that just over-dramatization of... Some, like, I understand her, like, freaking out and crying and being, like, because her hand got bushwhacked. Yeah, no kidding. But it's just the crying that she's going to get in trouble when she gets home. <laughs> That's what made me, like, okay, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, calm down. <laughs> like, she was even that, didn't seem like she was even that upset about her hand.
0: No, no she, no, she did not. Um, I want to point out um, something that I don't think that they point uh, out in the uh, the summary here that I feel was kind of like a crucial part to the story and it just showed uh, how Amy and Joe's relationship, how it was kind of bumpy when they were kids. And uh, it's during a flashback when um, Amy, not Amy, I'm sorry, Joe and Meg uh, go to a play that they're invited to to by, um... Shit, what's his name again? Isn't that further into the movie? Yeah, but, uh... Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's further. Okay. Okay, I'll bring that up then in a minute. My bad, thank you. Um... Oh, shit, where was I? (laughs) Uh, Gosh, damn it. Okay, okay, here I am. When Meg, Joe, Laurie, and John, Laurie's tutor, and Meg's eventual husband go... Oh, (laughs) here it is. I'm dumb. Told you. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, Okay. So, yeah. So, when Meg, Joe, Lori, and John, Lori's tutor, and Meg's eventual husband, go to the theater, a jealous Amy burns Joe's writings, deeply unsetting Joe. The next morning, Amy, wanting to make up with Joe, chases her onto a lake where Joe and Lori are skating. They save Amy when she falls through the ice. So you know uh you know like after she burns her like basically her whole book and uh she comes home to it and she's just like bawling you can under, you can completely understand why she's so broken up about this and the mom's just like you know you got to forgive her you got to forgive her uh i i can understand why joe never wa- really did not want to forgive her
1: dude i get that too like if you're writing a novel and someone burns it up and first off her apology was bullshit
0: seriously (laughs) she says she's like oh i wasn't sorry then but
1: i'm sorry now yeah when it's more it's just like i she when she was talking about regretting what she did i'm like bitch you burned each individual page (laughs) like i understand and she didn't just like yeah. yeah, she didn't she didn't like just like throw it into
0: the fire. She watched that shit burn page by page yeah, like a freaking psychopath.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole I wanted to hurt you like you hurt me thing is taking her book yeah. and throwing it into a fire bin. Not burning each individual page and watching it burn. <laughs> that is freaking uh. Joker shit right there. <laughs>
0: oh seriously though
1: um but yeah like the 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 apology was bullshit (laughs) and like it really was i kind of for a boy that was raised with only boys in the household i'm the oldest of three I don't understand that, the wanting to hurt them like they hurt you kind of thing. My brothers and I, when we got upset with each other or whenever one of us got our feelings hurt or whatever, we handled it immediately by physically getting into an altercation. And it, it wasn't some like petty bullshit. It was, it wasn't like some like, oh, I burnt something you enjoyed or ruined your clothes it's just like no i'm going to physically hurt you <laughs> <laughs> and then we were the witch Yeah, be. and then we were fine like yeah we were like cleaning up a couple scr- scrapes and bruises afterwards but after that it was done i i can't get in the mindset of being like i'm going to do something so petty to hurt you so girls, man, girls, yeah, I know it's kind of, it's kind of put me on the <laughs> fence of what kind of kid I want or what gender kid I want to have next. It's just like, cause right now I'm just like, I love having a girl and I'm like, I just want, I yeah. just want another one. But I'm also like, I also don't want to deal with the bullshit. <laughs> so I'm like, I think I'd be okay with a boy. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh
0: but anyway. Alright, uh so, so mister Lawrence invites Beth to play the piano in his house as she reminds him of his late daughter. In the present, Lori visits Amy to apologize for his behavior. He urges her not to marry Fred, but to marry him instead. Though in love with Lori, Amy refuses, upset at always being second to Joe. I thought that was such a powerful
1: moment. Oh my gosh. And that was in the um Oh shit, when she was in the painting room, right? No,
0: this was when uh she was um she was like in like that black dress in the garden.
1: That's right. Yeah. That yeah, that was a intensely powerful scene. It
0: like that scene alone is just a credit to Florence Pugh's acting. I can understand why she was nominated for best
1: supporting actress. Oh, absolutely. Um yeah, Lori Lori was interesting as a character. So, in apparently in the other ones, so like the other movie, uh, Christian Bale plays Lori. And what? Yeah, and Brielle says that in that you really don't like Lori, but it's he's supposed to be like how, uh, shit, Timothy. how do you say his last name? Timothy, Shalomon? Shalaman? Yeah, I'm just gonna say Timothy. I think that's how I say it. Is it how? Okay, it, he's. It's supposed to be how Timothy played him, where he's likable, but he does some douchey shit. Uh, and in okay, like what well, from what Brielle says, because I haven't seen the other Little Women. Um, Christian Bale was just flat out douchey. Like, there weren't any scenes where you you liked him. Um, I think it's actually Chalamet. Chalamet? Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so that's something that I appreciated that he was supposed... Because I was talking about that, like, halfway through. I'm like, I can't get a read on on Laurie. Like, there's some times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I like him. I appreciate him. And then there are other times I'm like, what the hell, asshole? <laughs> I don't. I never, honestly, truly hated
0: his character. I was just kind of like indifferent with his decisions. Yeah, I never fully hated him. Though. Yeah,
1: I never hated him, but I never even I never liked him either. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair.
0: Um, boo! Oh, shit, where was I? Gosh, damn it. Oh, there it is. Alright, so, um. So Amy later turns down Fred's proposal, only to learn Laurie has left for London. Um, in the past, Marmee learns the girl's father is ill from the war and leaves to visit him. Mr. Lawrence gives the piano to Beth, who contracts scarlet fever from the Hummels. Amy, who has not had the disease before, is sent to stay with Aunt March. Marmy comes home early when uh, Beth gets worse, but she recovers in time for Christmas, and their father returns home. In the present, Beth's condition worsens, and she dies. That was freaking yeah. hard. So this is—I cry. We
1: need to clarify a little bit that there's a lot of back and forth yeah, so, in the timeline. Yes,
0: yeah, there is a lot of jumping around in this movie. Yeah,
1: it's a seven-year back and forth. So yeah, yeah. In one instance, it was the, her. Where she initially got sick. That's when she recovered. And then the seven years later, yep. Joe comes down in kind of the same situation. But then Beth has passed. Yeah. And...
0: God, I was hoping so bad that she was going to be sitting at that dining table. Oh uh,
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. Dude, when... Um, so, I... I mean, for me, when Beth was entering the cabin... I didn't think anything of it um, because like I said, I didn't know the story before this. So I didn't know that Beth ends up passing away. Um, yeah, But Brielle, she said that that was a very, like the way that they shot that was just a very emotional because she, who knows the story, she kn- knew what was going to happen. Like what the result of that visit was going to be and i'm like man i think that yeah like for me it was it just felt like oh she's going into this cabin to help these people and then later it's just like oh shit that came to bite her in the ass and then for someone yeah. who knows it's it's still like it, that they shot it in a way that it was still impacted the person that knew what was happening
0: yeah honest and um this kind of just uh takes me back to the scene uh on the beach with a uh, Joe and Beth, and just how, uh, Beth, wasn't Beth telling, uh, Joe that, you know, like, oh, you know, I want you to literally read your stories to me till the day I die. Yeah. And she's just like, don't talk that way. And she's just like, you know, it, it's sadly inevitable. It's going to happen. And, you know, I kind of, I don't like to look at it as, I forget all that she says, but like literally the way that she explains death is like, honestly, beautiful. And Yeah. Just, I, I mean, I, I got teary-eyed when uh, Joe came down and Beth was sadly not there.
1: That was rough. And I, I appreciated that they didn't overdo the, the sadness of that. Because I felt like they could have gone like super into the mourning and just the crying and all. just the, this just sadness of it. And they did. I mean, they got into it, but they didn't overdo it. Like I feel most thing play or most movies do. Like if you think back to like Spider Man when Uncle Ben died, it was it was a whole freaking ordeal. But with this, it was. I think it was handled very classy, where it was just you had that initial shock sadness and then funeral. And then it was just the morning of effort of the family.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: like just the sadness that they feel and like, Oh, I wish this person was, I wish Beth was here. And it's not the same, like that kind of deal. Not like a whole crying montage.
0: Um, where was I? Sorry. Um, so, in the past, on Meg's wedding day, Joe tries to convince her to run away, but Meg says she is happy marrying John. Aunt March announces her trip to Europe, but takes Amy instead of Joe. Yeah, that was that was honestly heartbreaking. That was really sad. Yeah. <sighs> um, after the wedding, Lori admits his feelings for Joe, but she insists she does not feel the same way. Now, I love how she points out that he's not the only, like, it's, like, yeah, she doesn't feel like, uh, like, necessarily a, an attraction to him, but also she doesn't really see herself getting married at all.
1: Yeah. I, I really lo- like, and it was something that, what was his name, Dashwood, and her kind of got into at the end. Which one? Uh, The, the publisher. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dashwood. Yeah, it was something that they kind of got into. It wasn't that she wanted to, like, when she did admit her feelings for Laurie, she didn't, or when she was talking about her feelings to her mother, her mother was the one that was just like, you don't love him. Like, it's, you, you've never want, like, that's something you've, you've never wanted and what's your deal now? And then it kind of got like built up to a place where she had to be honest with herself, where she's just like, I'm lonely and kind of had yeah. that, that fight with herself. And it was, I really thought that was like a powerful thing too.
0: What was her mom saying? Cause her mom kept asking, do you love him? But yet she was saying, um, Shit, I forget like what she was saying. She's like, I feel I could learn to love or like something like that,
1: and her mom's just like, "Well, that's it's she is she wants to be loved, is what Joe wants. Yes, that's what it is. She wants to be loved, but she doesn't love him."
0: Yeah, and her, and her mom's just like, that. that's two very
1: different things. Yeah. And her mom's completely right. Yeah, being loved and being in love are very different. And, yeah, and I feel, I'm glad that they didn't go a Joe with Lori route, because I feel like knowing that information, you would have kind of felt bad for Lori. Seriously. Yeah, but the way that they went yeah, I agree. I'm... with Laurie and Amy, I kind of had the, the feels for Amy a little bit, but it was also kind of like Laurie was kind of putting his feelings aside for Joe and realizing, okay, this isn't ever going to happen and yeah. they did some good things with Lori. Like the first time you see him interact, like when you the, you see them bring Meg home after she sprains her ankle, mm-hmm. like they did a really good job at making him seem sad, like lonely.
0: They really did. They they did such a great job building up Joe and, um, oh my gosh, I already forgot his name again. Lori. Lori. What's his name again? Lori. They did a really good job building up Joe and Lori's uh, relationship. I don't know why I can never remember his name. Yeah, I can't either. (laughs) It's not that hard of a name. (laughs) Shut up. Hey, at least I remember the four sisters' names, okay?
1: Oh, yeah, they're the four main characters.
0: (laughs) Shut up, okay? Kiss my ass. You know what? Even better, suck my nipple.
1: Oh, my gosh. You said you were never going to say that to me again.
0: brought it back Ugh. <laughs> all right in the present marmy reveals that a devastated amy is returning home from europe with a sick aunt march joe wonders if she was too quick to turn laurie down and writes a letter for him preparing to leave amy tells laurie she turned down fred's proposal they kiss and later marry on the journey home Laurie and Joe agree just to be friends, and Joe throws away the letter she wrote him. She begins writing a novel based on the lives of her and her sisters, and sends the first chapters to Mister Dashwood, who is un, unimp- who is unimpressed. Bear turns up at the ho- at the March house on his way to California. I don't know if I just pronounced his name right. Bear, wasn't it Bear? B H A E R.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Okay, Bear. Uh, In New York, Mr. Dashwood's daughters demand to know how Joe's book ends. He agrees to publish the book, but finds it unacceptable that the main character is unmarried. Joe amends her ending so that the main character, herself, chases after Bear and stops him from going to California. She negotiates copyright and royalties with Mr. Dashwood. Later, Joe has inherited Aunt March's house and opened it as a school where Meg, Amy, and Bear all teach. Joe observes the printing of her book titled *Little Women*. I really thought that was cool that she watched her fir- the first copy of her book being made.
1: That was way cool. Um, I, I really liked the like. It's it's odd that like Mister Dashwood he read the story. Mm-hmm. Like initially, it and I, th- I thought it was odd that he couldn't, like he thought it was boring and everything, but it was something that he himself is witnessing. I mean, it's obviously not from the perspective of his girls, but that's like that's what he's living. He's living the father role of this Little women's story.
0: That, yeah, that's a good point.
1: So I, I, I kind of felt like it was hard to believe that he couldn't relate to it or thought it was boring because he has three girls of his own. And, yeah, I mean, I have one girl. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> it's just. It's just something that you can relate to, and it, I don't see how a story like that would end up being boring to him. But. I did like that it was his girls that were pushing him to get the book published. Yeah, I really appreciated that part. That was awesome. Yeah, that was that was great. Like, as soon as I saw the three girls, I'm just like, oh, he's publishing the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, even before the girl said anything. It's like
0: sorry man, there's no fighting it. You're publishing this thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she Joe freaking nailed it on the head with who her target audience was. It's it's young young people. Like young mm-hmm. adults, young or like older children. So I mean I really appreciated that. And I really appreciated the the negotiation too. Yes, that was awesome. (laughs) That was so cool, dude. I like after watching the the white because I mean with the scene with Joe watching her the first book get made. I really want to learn how to do that. Dude, I do too. Yeah, like just the I love that the was old so style. It's so freaking awesome to watch. Yeah, like I love the idea of the old style of building stuff. Like just making things. Like I really want to try just because like woodworking's my own personal hobby. I want to learn how to do stuff like their, like their furniture where it's like just the fancy, elegant legs and the nice um, embellishments. Like, I want to know how they do that. Like I want to learn all that, those different processes. And now I want to learn how to make the books. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think that would be freaking awesome.
0: That would be legit. I honestly want to read the book now.
1: I really do. Yeah, that might be one I add to my list. (laughs) I have my list of books, and I have my list of movies. (laughs) And then your list of comic books, right? Unless you count comics with your books. No, I count the comics with my books. Okay. Yeah, but... Anyway, how... How did you think the story was? I thought the story was nearly flawless.
0: It's these characters story, like oh, just the relationship between the sisters, the hardships that they went through, just just everything was near perfect in this movie. Like, I am so freaking high with the story. Hmm.
1: I'm trying to think of any issues that I had. Um. Honestly, the I don't know where to put this in, but the issue the biggest issue I had was the the following around with the time jumps.
0: See, I never had that problem cuz I could always tell when it was present and when it was past.
1: Yeah, but well, I could too eventually. It's just like the first scene, it's just with joe's hair it's just like it's the same length and then or when they were jumping back and forth the biggest difference was amy's hair yeah so that's, true, that's how bangs, I, yeah that's how i was able to like do the back and forth and figure out what's what or what okay. when is when and then when joe cut her hair it was just that much easier Okay, and it's just once her hair grew back out, that's where the time jumps got a little more confusing. It's like you had me and then you lost me again. Yeah, like there was a lot of moments where I'm like, wait, what the shit? And then I'd see something that would be that like trigger to be like, oh, that that's this is in the present or that's in the past. And then I'd be like, "Okay, so now everything makes sense.
0: So like, should that be like in like an editing, uh, aspect? Just because maybe they should have like, I don't know, edit it, edited it. I feel t- like the together the story
1: better. kind of envelops the editing a little bit because it's All just right, fair. like if you think about it, the, like the story that they're telling, it's it is the going back and forth in time. Yeah, and that's just kind of how they edited it. True. So, I mean, the only way that I would make editing its own category is if we saw it unedited. <laughs> but obviously, we're never going to get to see that. So this is like the the story being edited. So that's kind of why I'm thinking this is where it goes. Okay, so then what are you sitting now? I'm still fairly high. Um, I'm in okay. the higher 80s, though. Ooh, shit. Okay. Like, I'm sitting around 87, 88. Can I talk you up to an 89? I think you can talk me up to an 89. <laughs> Dope. Cool. Uh, the next up we got writing. So, this is where I think it really shines. Yeah, fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah, like, and this is just for, in general, I think, like, the story, the it's just the way that the story was told, and then I think the writing also kind of envelops, the, like, this the story as a whole, if you were to put it in chronological mm-hmm. order, and then, like, also the dialogue and everything. So, this, the reason I feel the writing is really high is because if you forgive everything that the s- editing got wrong, this is where it's like, it's fine. Like the back and forth. Everything felt very fluid and natural.
0: It really, Especially the writing between the sisters
1: when they were younger. Yeah. Like, well, I, like some of my favorite scenes... Where when they were all together where yes. it's just chaos where it's so hard to like follow along awesome. it's just like, it's craziness and yeah it, i remember f- like being younger anytime i was around more than one or two girls it shit just got weird and crazy and you're <laughs> just like you just you're just, like, taken off guard by everything that they say. <laughs> yeah. So I'd I'd be like... They'd be like, oh, yeah, like, don't you agree with this, Caleb? And I'd be like, uh, yeah. Not knowing what sure. the hell they said. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't Ugh. say I'm much better about that now. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> still, it's just girls are confusing and it's just chaotic when they get together and just start talking and they portrayed that really well they really did and I think that's just a testament to r- the writing and the acting
0: mm-hmm. a- absolutely
1: so, so where are you at with the writing? what do you said
0: now? I'm at like a 95 dude
1: I can give you a 95 easy Hell hell yeah. All right, next up we got acting. So I think we're going to grade the four girls and Lori. Yep, sweet. So
0: who do you want to start off with? Do uh, you want to just go down the list starting with uh, Sir Ronan?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay perfect pissed that she lost for Best Actress, because she was incredible. Who'd she lose to? Uh let's find out, shall we? Damn it. Son of a bitch. Does it show me the list of winners? Here we go. Uh, she lost to Renee Zellweger. For what?
1: Uh, she was uh, for her role in Judy. I haven't seen Judy, so I'm probably going to have to watch I... that to <laughs> justify this loss. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> We're going to have to pull in 1917 with Endgame and watch Judy.
0: <laughs> oh, Seriously, though but yeah she was fantastic uh, honestly um my favorite scene with her is the part where she um is in uh, her old room with her mom towards the ending of the film she's just talking to uh, her mom just saying like how she's sick and tired of everyone thinking that love is all that a woman is good for that they don't have minds that they're not uh they can't like step up to the plate they can't do like certain jobs and she's just so sick and tired of it and she her oh my gosh her acting is so amazing in that scene like how emotional she gets about
1: this subject it's it's remarkable it's a credit to her work as an actress it is and it, the kicker with that is that it's not just she is sick and tired of all, all that talk but she's also f- kind of falling for it that's like yeah she, it, that's she's, true she's sick and tired of being told that that's all that women are good for but that's also what she wants like she's fighting against mm-hmm. the hierarchy and being like women are are more than this but this is also what she wants which i think i think is a really good lesson that i i don't think like cuz they addressed it later I feel when Meg was getting married when they cut to that um and it, like so the conversation where she's saying that she, uh, where she's sick and tired that was in the present and then the Meg's wedding was in the past and her saying like she doesn't like need that and the importance of Meg saying like just because it, like I, Like, this is my path, this is what I want, and it's not more or less important than what you want. Yes, that that, uh, scene, uh, I thought Emma Watson was incredible, with her delivery there. Yeah, and, I mean, sadly, I think, like, it's not, it's, this isn't saying a lot. All right, well, I mean, I guess it kind of is that i mean i have a number of, like where she fits in of but i think she, out of these 5 she's like one of the lower performances for me and that's no and that's a good thing because everyone is so freaking high okay i was going to say like we about to throw some hands here bro yeah but it's it's it just kind of it's saying that she's one of the lower of a Like, some of the best. If that makes sense.
0: (laughs) No. uh, Okay. All right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's closer to the top for me. That's that's, just me. We'll
1: we'll rank what we think at the end. Okay. Deal. Okay. So, first off, Saoirse Ronan. What are you sitting at? Definitely in the 90s. I can agree with you there. Okay, what are you thinking then? Uh, I'm in the... Maybe the lower end. um, Like 93? I was thinking 92, 93, yeah. That's where, about where... Can you give me 93? I can give you 93. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. she She was excellent. She was absolutely excellent um the minor gripes that I have with her are just so so insignificant it's just, overall she did do really well it was just the only parts where I felt and this is just goes for everyone it was a lot with the the scene where they were taking the breakfast over to the poor family It felt odd that they were, like, it just felt awkward that they were, it seemed like they were hesitant about it, especially being told afterward that the girls are very charitable people, or they're supposed to be in, like, original writings.
0: All right, next up, we got Florence Pugh, who played Amy March. She was amazing. She really was. This was the first movie I want to say that I have seen with Florence Pugh. Yeah.
1: Um, I would have to go through her IMDb. Can you think? Um, To f- come up with something else, but she was great. <laughs> she, w- oh, she was remarkable. I don't. Like you said, like... Uh... Sorry, go ahead. I, I'm trying to think of... like like i said this is the issue I had with all girls all the girls was the uh charity the charity scene that was the only issue I had with her dude same yeah that like you said that's with like
0: every one of them every one of them
1: yeah and the scene with between her and lori when she was talking about giving up her dreams of being a an artist was insane because i felt like she is one of those like head in the clouds kind of purse people um oh yeah definitely not really like down to earth she, like kind of like how joe is just Not super down to earth. Doesn't really think about like. The realism of the world. And. But she does. When she's just like. Or when Lori's like calling her out. And being like. Oh you don't really love. What's his name? John. Or. Frank. Whatever his face is. Oh uh, yeah. John Brooke. No Not. John Brooke is uh, Meg's wait, husband. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, wait. Who are you talking about? The one that she was going to marry.
0: Oh. Oh, crap. What was his name? Oh, shit. Okay, keep talking and I'll get back to you. One second.
1: Yeah, anyway, with that scene where she's just. where he calls where Lori calls amy out for not really loving him or just going with him because he's rich he's she's just like yeah and then explains all the reasoning why she has to do it and saying like i need to provide for my family and think talking about all the things that she doesn't get to do or can't do because she's a woman And talking about how even if she did have money, the second she got married, it's instantly her husband's money. And all this other crazy stuff. I was just like, oh, shit. Lori got hit with a truth bomb.
0: Seriously, going off that money thing and how she pointed out uh, when she has kids, they're not her kids. They're her husband's kids.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just like, damn. (laughs) And that scene actually hit me a lot harder than uh Sir so for that I may put, I'm probably going to put uh Florence higher not much I mean I'd have to not much higher so I'm I'm like 94 95 but okay I higher. mean
0: Okay, no, I mean I can definitely agree with you. I mean, to me I thought Sir Sharon's part about like, you know, like that's all a woman's good for, that was more powerful to me. Um, but I do agree with you that um Amy's monologue to um towards Lori was outstanding. Yeah. So where are you where would you put Amy? Okay, you said a uh, ninety four, ninety five, right? Yeah, is that what she said?
1: Yeah. But where would you put her?
0: Um I'll give you a point higher than Florence... Uh, yeah, Florence... No, like, no. Where would you, you? where, where would you higher?
1: personally put
0: her? Oh, where... Uh, I would say she's probably like a, maybe a couple below Uh, Saoirse Ronan. So I'd give her like a 91.
1: 91. So but why don't I can I can give you a 90. Well, okay, we need to think about this, though. Because it's not just mine. Like, it's kind okay. of a combination... So, if you think she's a couple points lower, and I think she's a couple points higher, should we just give her a 93? (laughs)
0: Yes, let's do that.
1: (laughs) I like this idea.
0: Oh, and his name was uh, Frederick.
1: Yeah. Wait, no, that was the the professor that Joe didn't like.
0: Shit! Wait. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care what
1: his name is anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I swear, it said that she was going to marry Fred.
1: I don't know. Whatever. Ah, whatever. Okay. Next up, who do we got? Uh, next up we
0: have uh Emma Watson, who played Meg March. (sighs) She she was good. Uh, I'm going to take a guess. She's your lowest rated sister. Actually, she's not.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. I
0: thought she was going to be your lowest.
1: And like I said, we'll get into it once we rank them at the end. Um, Because I think my my list will intrigue you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm very interested. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, so with her, she... She really needs to work on her American accent.
0: That's fair. I honestly didn't even expect her to use an American accent I in this didn't movie. Either. I don't know why. <laughs> so, like, when she started talking, I'm like, "Wait, what?
1: Um, why, dude? It's so odd. Like, she's <laughs> I, We watched uh, me and Brielle. We watched uh, the Perks of Being a Wallflower." Uh, a little while yeah. ago she was and she's in that and she does an american accent in that too and it's not good <laughs> like she is oh. really not good at doing an american accent i feel
0: she tries
1: yeah and they <laughs> and it, it was so weird like when they were up in there like I don't even know what it's called, but they're like little den upstairs and talking in the the fake, their quote unquote fake English accents, and I'm like everyone just sounds I'm better. It was their attic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but seriously, it's just like Joe sounds better. Freaking Emma Watson sounds better. Florence sounded a little bit better. Is Florence American? Uh, I think she is. Yeah, it, it, I'm pretty sure. It, it, it was just so weird. <laughs> like hearing her talking in an American accent. Because her British... Like... Yeah, her British accent was coming out hard. <laughs> so... Yeah, for that, I might have to dock a little bit.
0: That's fair. I mean... I think the standouts to me with uh, Emma Watson's Meg was any time that her and Joe
1: um, were matched together and were having a heart-to-heart. Yeah, those were some really good moments. Um, Yeah, her... She was also a difficult one at times. Like, when she spent the, the money on the fabric for that dress... Yeah, $50, damn. Yeah, it's just... Especially, like, she felt like the frugal one. Yeah. And she wasn't being that... Like, it, she didn't seem like the type of person to give in to peer pressure. Like, throughout the entire movie. And so, that one scene, it that, that's more of a character thing than anything. Um, It's true. But, yeah, it's just didn't feel like her like it didn't feel like a meg yeah so i mean with that i i'm not going to dock emma for that i'm going to dock for her not great american accent <laughs> <laughs> and
0: question is how much docking
1: are you going to do she is definitely lower than sersha and florence um I mean for me she's in the high 80s low 90s I was thinking like a solid 90 for her Really? Yeah. I'm I'm like more towards like an 88 so you want to meet in the middle at 89 89
0: Yeah, I can do that. Cool. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Eliza Scanlon, who played Beth March.
1: She didn't really talk all that much.
0: <laughs> I mean, but I feel that's kind of her character. She is the youngest one.
1: She's the youngest and the, the quiet one. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll give her that. Um, I don't know. It's hard to grade her.
0: I feel like towards the ending, um, I feel her acting like more so started to showcase. I mean, I know I know this is like messed up to say, like more so when she was she was sadly starting to die. Yeah. Um, just like that scene alone with uh, her and Joe just sitting on the beach. That's probably I think uh, her best moment
1: in the whole movie. Yeah, it was a pretty good moment, but it it wasn't up there with the rest of the girls.
0: No, I'll I'll definitely agree with you there. But I think overall, for uh, what for I'm mean, like I haven't read the book, so I don't know if this if uh, Beth has like this small of a character because she definitely does have the smallest like character, not character development, but the least the least to do out of the four sisters. Yeah. Um. You know, I I feel Eliza did the best that she could with what with what you know she had to go off of.
1: I'll give you that. But I mean, even with what she was giving given, I think it was definitely the weaker performance. And I think that just has to do with maybe not having the same connection that she had with her co stars.
0: Okay, that's I, fair. I,
1: I feel like she like if she's playing the quiet one, she needs to kind of be the quiet she's the quiet one on set, I would assume. Uh so maybe she's I don't know, I'd have to watch some like behind the scenes stuff for this movie. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, but she's definitely the weaker of the four. So for that, So like are you still in, are you still in the 80s? I'm still in the 80s. I'm just okay. mid to
0: low. Okay, what about I'm thinking like
1: 84. I can definitely do 84.
0: Perfect. All right, and because he is not showing up on here, which makes absolutely no sense, last but not least we have, gosh, damn, IMDb, IMDb, really? We know his name. It's Tim- really Timothy
1: had- Chalamet.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Thank you. As Lori. <laughs> Who played Laurie. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, I really liked his performance. I did, too. Yeah, his character, on the other hand, was just like, couldn't get a good read on, but I think that's just a testament to his acting ability because he wasn't likable yeah. and he wasn't yeah. someone I hated.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was in between for the most of the movie with his character.
1: Yeah. And I think that's just could never truly perfect. lean to one side. Yeah, and That's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, because from what Brielle said, you don't want Laurie to be too douchey and you don't want him to be too sweet either. And I think he's just that—that that perfect middle ground of douchey and yeah, and sweet. So Timothy
0: nailed it then.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I think the only issues with his performance I had was when he was getting like loud. I think it's Timothy seems like the type of person that is usually quite reserved and quiet so seeing him yeah loud and rambunctious like he was when he joined their club was very just like it was weird
0: it was kind of a little too much in a way it
1: was a tad over the top <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like, okay, buddy, you're way up here. I need you to come down here
1: just a little bit. Yeah, you're like, at a 12, we need you to sit around like a <laughs> 6. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he, uh, he was good. Um, I think he's a little bit be- above Beth, though. Um, I wouldn't put okay. him much higher. So, may- I think either on the same level as Meg... Or maybe even possibly a little lower.
0: So we put Meg at an 88, right? Yeah,
1: 89.
0: Oh, 89. Um, What would you say to an 88? I wouldn't say no.
1: Then let's go for an 88, then. All right. So that brings our acting score to an 89.0 four not bad not bad at all all right next up we got character development which i think we're gonna do joe yeah that that seems the most noticeable okay um she's a little difficult too she really is because I
0: don't know like towards the end you're thinking okay well then do you want love or do you not want love do you want me? I don't know just I was a, I was a little confused <laughs> towards the ending with where she was going as a character.
1: Yeah. So the way that I'm assuming it ends is that she like cuz I mean how you read the synopsis she ends it with not want or not getting married to the professor guy.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. It's just she wrote in the book that she does, actually.
1: Yeah. So, I'm assuming she didn't in real life. And that is very conflicting with what she said about wanting love. I mean, unless it's like she realizes that she can get love by teaching and being with her family and everything. I mean, which isn't a yeah, super I, far I... stretch.
0: No, it's not, but I just kind of wish that her uh, character arc was more... What's the word? Like, prominent? More easy to... Yeah, prominent. There we go. Thank you. Um, It's kind of a character uh, that you kind of, like, have to think a lot about after the movie has has finished.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. It didn't leave... A lot to. I don't know it. It it's just it's just kind of like she was going after, and like some sort of equality. It, it actually with her, she it felt very consistent. Like how the Mister Dashwood yeah, was true. saying it. It's with the story and her saying like oh. Like this, just kind of gets into the the argument that they were having about the ending, where he's saying like people don't want consistent; they want romance and love. Yeah, and she's just like, well, that's not how real life is, and he's just like, well, make it <laughs> how real life is. So with th- it's kind of that situation. It's you you kind of do want. Mr. Dashwood's ending, like when all said and done, that's what you ultimately want. Like you want her to be like, yes, like you can you can have equality and like power to women and all this, and still like enjoy love and it's and then it ends up with her side where it's it's consistent and he's like consistent doesn't sell. So it's kinda of, it's kind of that. Consistent doesn't sell. <laughs> and I feel like a freaking misogynist saying that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I was thinking about that a lot today. I'm just like, gosh damn it, was Mr. Dashwood right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So it, it's a, not a, it's not a very decent arc. It's really not. Um, yeah,
0: I, I honestly don't know where I'm sitting.
1: <sighs> Just because, okay, so obviously her arc sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can agree on that. Yeah, we can. If if we want to talk, like if we get into the other sisters, they had some sort of arcs. That's like, true. I think Meg had one where she was very thinking that she was going to marry rich and fancy and didn't. And learned to accept. But then toward...
0: Yes, I did like that a lot.
1: Yeah. Even though there was like that moment where she should have felt like shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And then same with Amy. She had a pretty decent where she was wanting the, the same thing, wanting to marry Rich, but also fall in love and everything, but and she ended up of like doing that. She ended up following In love with Lori. Or. Staying in love with Lori. And giving up what she. Was working towards. Like marrying Rich. And being able to take care of her family. Indefinitely. Versus whatever. Situation Lori's in. So. I think I can give some forgiveness points. Because they're. The, those two sisters arcs were really well were really good. Okay. And like I said, Joe's arc wasn't super great. So, if I combine all those, I'm in the mid 80s. So maybe like 85.
0: I can give you an 85. Cool. Absolutely.
1: All right, next up we got effects, which I don't think there were any. Not re- I want to point out
0: something though with editing really quickly at the beginning. And maybe it was just me. Um but when they do like the title uh and they show like the cover of the book Little Women, is it just me or did that was that was like so abrupt? It was very abrupt, yes. Okay, okay. I'm Okay, I'm not the only one. (laughs) And another one is like, I guess it made sense, but you know uh, the part at the beginning when uh, Joe is like running through uh, the streets. Yes. Like it's kind of slow, so I think it like so it's going normal speed, and then it slows down for no reason for a couple. (laughs) Yeah, and then it just speeds back up.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah, that slow mo (laughs) didn't emphasize anything. It was just a slow mo shot to have a slow mo shot it really
0: was.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, oh. So I mean, I am perfectly okay docking for that shit. <laughs> okay. Um other effects though. I don't
0: I can't think of any. I
1: really. mean, there there was probably like so Beth with her red face. Like, that could okay, have been yeah, a, that's true. an effect, which I couldn't even... Like that could, looked really good. Did it? It didn't look that good on my TV. I thought it did.
0: It looked... Oh, man, I was watching... Well, I mean... <laughs> okay, is your... Do you have a 1080p or a 4K TV? 1080. Okay, because, yeah, I have a 4K, and it looked really good on mine.
1: Huh. Like, I... She looked... Red, but is she uh, always she looked, looked red. She <laughs> looked... Uh, I I don't I
0: disagree.
1: Uh, She looks sick to me. I mean she got to that point. It was just I don't know. It was just Like she like she didn't look like truly sick to me until she was like dying (laughs) (laughs) Sounds effed up Yeah, I know, I know, but it's true. (laughs) Oh so I'm like, okay. maybe the same zone, maybe like mid to low 80s. About an 84. I can do an 84. Perfect. All right, next up we got music, which was pretty good. It, yeah, right? I mean, this was a don't get me wrong, it was no, like, rock Man, but... No,
0: but, well, yeah, because there's no, like, actual, like, singing. Yeah,
1: it was just, like, that classical music, and it fit really well yeah. to, like, match the tone and everything with the movie. It that actually might be fairly high for me. Dude, same. Like, where are
0: you at? Like, dude, I don't honestly give it, like, an eight or a nine
1: i'm not quite up at nine but i could def well Gosh damn you <laughs> i'll give it a nine Woo! <laughs> hell yeah all right next up we got costumes fan freaking tastic hell yes the only one i think i had an issue with was joe
0: I disagree. I thought hers were fantastic. I know, but
1: it was more. I don't know. It was weird that she was wearing like a skirt and pants. It's just kind of like go one Bam. or the other. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, but you gotta
0: remember? It, like, it kind of made sense a little bit because out of and this kind of like go uh, goes. Um, off what they say uh, towards the beginning of the movie, when Joe's just like, oh, I wish I could go fight along uh, with father. And I think Amy's the one that says, well, Joe, we can't lose our only brother. So (laughs) it kind of like maybe points out that she's kind of like the, she really is the tomboy of the four sisters. So maybe she she doesn't like her legs. She doesn't like the breeze on her legs. So she likes to wear pants and a skirt.
1: (sighs) Okay, I can give you that.
0: So where are you at? I mean, dude, I'm honestly at a ten, but
1: um... nine. I mean, honestly, like I was about like an eight or nine. I was like, I'm le- it, between eight and nine. I was leaning more towards a nine initially. Okay. Even counting like the thing I didn't like, I could probably honestly go to a ten.
0: Can we please do a 10? All right, let's do a 10. Woo! I'm, like, killing it this episode with talking you up. I love it. <laughs>
1: All <laughs> right. <laughs> Lastly, our own personal grades for this.
0: All right, do you want to go first?
1: Uh, sure. So, having not knowing anything, or not knowing anything about this movie... Or the story beforehand. Um, I felt it was... It flowed very well. Um, There was very... I think there was only like one slow spot. That I felt throughout this. Um, The performances by all of the actresses and actors were fantastic. Um, Even the ones that we didn't talk about. Um... Yeah, the only thing that this movie I f- feel was lacking in was uh character development for the the main character because like we discussed it's she's consistent she's consistently on the equal equality like women need these these rights and opportunities as well as men do and she keeps that stance for the entirety of the The movie. Um, But other than that. Everything else was really great. I can definitely see why. This got it. An Oscar nomination. In multiple. Was it just. Didn't it
0: win. Didn't it win for best costume design? I believe it did. I sure hope it did. If it didn't. I'm going to be
1: furious. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure, like not off the top of my head, but yeah, definitely one of the better movies of this kind of style, because I feel like we get, like, and I know some people love it. It's just something that's hard for me to follow. Pride and Prejudice is, this is kind of the same vibe story wise that I get off of this.
0: That's fair. Um
1: and that's a very hard story for me to follow because I get bored really easily and that's kind of <laughs> slow. So, I, mean, I was never bored during this movie. Yeah, I wasn't Not either. It it keeps you engaged and just having a really good time. So, for me I'm probably sitting at like a solid 90. So, for my own personal grade. Okay. All right.
0: Uh, for me, oh, also, it did win for best uh, costume design at the Oscars. Nice. So, that's awesome. Um, so, for me, uh, like also with Caleb, uh, this was my first introduction to Little Women. I've never seen the original or read the book. Um, but, fantastic story, fantastic characters. Um the four main leads for uh the Four March Sisters were absolutely incredible. Just just everything about this movie. I I re- I loved this movie. Like this is honestly probably the best blind buy I've ever done. Um so
1: I'm honestly at a 95. 95. Goodness. Yeah. I know. All right. Well, averaging those two scores out i think our personal grade is going to be a 92.5 not too shabby not too shabby at all and that concludes our breakdown and our final grade for 2019 19's little women is
0: That sounds so bad. Yeah, that sounded <laughs> real bad. <laughs> uh, is an A- it probably sounds even more weird.
1: I'm oh, sorry. No, you're. What were you saying?
0: No, I was going to say, considering I'm not wearing pants, I'm wearing shorts, it probably even sounds weirder.
1: <laughs>
0: Gross. Tapping against my bare skin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. Anyway, so our final grade. For- Flubber and all. Oh my gosh. Just let me say the Sorry. score. <laughs> so the final grade for Little Women is an A-. minus. Woo! Yeah. Hell yeah. Damn good. Good score for this. Uh, it is sitting at a 90.6%. So just barely made it into <laughs> the A's. Yeah. So... Going back, um, it is a couple points higher than 1917.
0: I can actually agree with that. Yeah.
1: So 19. So these are all of our A minus movies that I'm going to be listing off. Uh, so, like I said, this one's Little Women's 90.6. 1917 is a 90.3. Um, it is two points lower than a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, sorry, I can't disagree with the uh, Albro score. Yeah, so Move, a beautiful day keep, is sitting at ninety two point three percent. Not gonna say anything. I mean, ultimately, it's the same score. <laughs> All right, fine, true. It's just, it's like, just percentage. Like so it's seriously movies, just but... like one one or two percent high, like a one or two percent difference. All right.
0: I mean, I love both those movies, but I like Little Little Women a little more.
1: Yeah, which actually reflects, I think, in... Oh, no, it doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say it reflects in the personal grade, but it does not. <laughs> no. Damn it. Um, It is... Two percent lower than Joker. Okay. It is three points lower than the room. I gotta watch the room again. Yeah, it's really a little it's point four percent higher than us. Okay. Uh, it is 1% lower than How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World.
0: Oh. All right.
1: Um, it is one... It's actually almost 2% lower than Logan. I can respect that. It is 3% lower than War of the Planet of the Apes. Can respect that too, and that's <laughs> all of our A minus movies. All right, works pretty well then. Yeah. So, um, if you can't tell, we highly recommend this movie. <laughs>
0: yes. Please go watch it, even though we just spoiled the whole thing. Yeah,
1: I mean, honestly, like if we get down to it, any movie that we break down, we're gonna recommend, even the bad ones. True. Or the like the lower graded ones. Cause I mean, I feel like there's some that we, that got like a really low score that are worth going back to see. Like, I think you can there's, agree. There's cats. always enjoyment to be seen.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a <laughs> really quickly shout out to pancake for the table. Uh, so, um, I was telling Caleb the other day, I rented, uh, cats, uh, because, uh, considering the people next to us, uh, when me and Caleb saw it at the movie theater, they literally ruined the whole experience for us. So I wanted to actually, you know, be able to watch the whole damn movie. Um, and I liked it so much better a second time. Um, I noticed so many things that I did not notice the first time. Like I had no idea how, uh, much Mongo Jerry and Rumple Teaser are in the movie throughout. Like, I only thought they were in a couple scenes. No, they're, like, in the background the whole damn movie. And I love it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so... Yeah. You gotta watch it again, Caleb. Ambriel's
1: gotta see it. Yeah. Well, send me the code. If you buy it. You (laughs) cheap... You cheap bastard. Hey, I'm not... Just because you want to spend your money on it doesn't mean I have to. (laughs)
0: What if I um only was able to get a version with just the Blu-ray and DVD? Didn't have the code. Would you be willing just to borrow the DVD and watch it? Ugh, no,
1: <laughs> you're a wuss or you're a pussy. I don't know. Whatever. Screw you. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyway, uh, so if you like this episode and want to hear more of our stuff, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher iHeartRadio, Radio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and more. If you can't find us somewhere, just go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can also You're so blunt about you know, right? that. You can also <laughs> catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bonus videos that we will make eventually. Um, you c-
0: think about doing a steelbook-based video. What do you think? That'd be cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll think of something. Yeah.
1: Um, you can also follow us on social media. Uh, if you have an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week, uh, if you want to join us, even, uh, we would love to have anyone on. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash theallbros.com. Twitter and Instagram our handle is at the all um, but yeah DM us with all those ideas and guest requests uh, you can email us too at the all channel at gmail.com go check out our website tinyurl.com forward slash the all uh, and has links to our merch shop which is on Tee Public. And you can find that at tpublic.com slash user slash the All Bros channel. Now selling masks. So if you want yourself an All Bros mask, go pick that up.
0: Fight COVID-19 in style.
1: Yeah. So, I'm not (laughs) quite sure what we're going to do next week yet, because it's early in the week and haven't had time to prep uh, for that. So... Be sure to follow us on social media to figure all that stuff out. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next time. Deuces.
0: So long.
1: Nice. Better? Thank you.